Hey, Jaws, are you still up? It's time to hit the bed. Hit the bed? It's a figure of speech, meaning lay down and get some sleep. Why are you still up? It's nearly ten o'clock. I'm thinking about heaven and who's there. Do you ever think about that? Yes, all the time. Have you noticed we are using our imagination and having scriptural passages guide our thinking? And that we have uh, talked about going to the throne, but yet we haven't got closer? Do you know why? It's because I fear God. I always want to honor God by honoring His Word and His creation. Our imagination won't even come close to what God has for those who love Him. Sometimes I do sit and think about those who have passed away, and I hope they're there. Why can't you be certain? Because I don't really know if they surrendered their life to Yeshua and lived for Him. All I can do is speak for myself. Only God knows. Paul said this, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Yeshua, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. So who do you think you will see there? Hope to see. Well, I hope to see Ruan, um, Uncle Douglas, my opa, John, my stepdad, and my dad. I do miss my dad. I think him, about him quite often. And I do want to see Jaden. Who is Jaden? Jaden's actually your brother. He went to be with the Lord right in the beginning before you were born. So we are going to the throne? Yes, we're going to get closer to the throne. Not with our imagination, but we are going to listen to a testimony by Jesse Duplantis on his adventures in heaven. He says he went to heaven, and I believe him. So let's listen. In August of this year, the last week of August, 1988, I was at Magnolia Christian Center, Pastor Paul Trokel's church. If you want to check it out, you can. I was going to lunch. It was Monday. I was at Best Western Hotel in Magnolia, Arkansas. This just passed August, the last week. I got up that morning, I knew there was a disturbance in the spirit. I can always tell when God's about ready to do something with me. There's a disturbance in my spirit. There's an unrest. As I was going to lunch, I mean, I didn't even have time to finish eating lunch. I knew I had to get back to the hotel. I had to leave. There was something bothering me. You know, just like, like an urgency. Uh, let me see how you would put it in the, in the natural. Like a, a nervousness, you know, a, a, a adrenaline flowing just making you nervous and for no apparent reason i knew something was up and i said excuse me i, I don't mean to be rude but I, got, I gotta go back to the hotel i said there's something up i don't know what it is i had no inclination of what was about ready to happen at all i just knew there was a disturbance going on when i got back to that hotel i closed my door i put do not disturb on it it was one of, it was actually one minute to one i pulled my coat off like that and i knelt down by the side of my bed and I was going to pray because I know when God, sometimes the Holy Spirit's making intercession, you know, and I, I said, maybe he wants to talk to me about tonight's service, you know, different things of that nature. People, when I knelt down, I remember kneeling down and that clock struck one o'clock. I had one of those little, you know, those little digital looking clocks that flip over there in the hotel. I looked at it and I said, oh God, what's the matter? What's wrong? What is happening? What? 
And people, I don't know what happened. I don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body. I felt a suction being, I was being pulled up as I was being pulled. It was like, and I went, whoa. I mean, I just come out. Now, I don't know if I, I didn't look back to see my body or anything. All of a, all of a sudden, I knew I was, I was out of that hotel and I was zooming at an, an a powerful rate of speed. I was just, just being pulled up like that. And I remember doing this, what is happening? You know, I, I remember saying that to myself. I didn't say it out loud. What is happening? And I realized I was in a chariot. Not a chariot like you see on Ben-Hur. It looked more like a cable car that's closed in, that's going over, a, 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 not a ski lift, but a, like a cable car that's going over. Yeah, I didn't see no horses. I didn't see anything of that nature. But when I... Come to myself. I knew I was traveling at a high rate of speed. When I looked up, it was that same angel that talked to me in Jonesville, Louisiana, Louisiana with that blonde hair. And I went, hello. I said, where are we going? He said, you have an appointment with God, which blew my socks off. People, I know that heaven is not that far off because it seemed like we didn't get out of our galaxy. It just seemed like. Now, I'm not an astronomer, so I don't know about that. But I just could see myself racing. I mean, just going. Yet, I didn't know what was operating the chariot. And people, in my mind, I thought that I would go to heaven and see a city. But what people don't understand, you're going to hit paradise first. Then you're going to hit the city. Then you're going to hit the throne. And when I hit there, we got there, I saw trees like I had never seen before in my life. I saw a river of life. I walked out and people, how do you say this? I fell down on the ground and I went, glory to God. And that angel said, the most high God, Jehovah, Hosanna in the highest. And he fell down and we began to worship God. I mean, he just blew me away and I said, where am I? Where am I? He said, you have an appointment. And you shall soon find out. So I stood to my feet and light like I've never seen before in my life. Not light like this. How do you explain that? I don't know. It's, it's something that I never saw. But there are mountains. I saw mountains and streams and valleys. Then I realized that God, some of the things that he created on the earth, he's got that there also. Not thinking, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to quote the new Jerusalem. That's the way I've always thought physically or theologically in the Bible. But I realized that paradise is huge. And I saw a bunch of people that were under the trees. And I was getting weak and this angel said, hang on a second. And he said, word, hang on. He just, hold on a minute. He walked under the tree grabbed this fruit and walked up to me. It looked like it was a copper, wasn't an apple. I don't know what kind of fruit it was, but it was copper colored. It looked like copper colored. He said, eat this and you'll be able to stand the glory of God. And I ate this fruit and it was real juicy. And I felt, I didn't want to spill, you know. I mean, we, you know, you want to, I was embarrassed, I'll be honest. And I saw people shouting and hollering. And I saw them with robes of righteousness. And they were marching. And I could see the city way off. But this was, this, this was all this beautiful land and that river of life just flowing out with all these trees. But I saw people eating the fruit. But I saw them also smelling the leaves. They would take the leaves off the trees and go, 
smell them like that. And I, and I couldn't understand that. Then I realized that the people that were under the trees did not have robes of righteousness. They had gowns. I saw some with great robes. Bless God. They were coming in in these chariots. I mean, they were angels bringing these people just coming in chariots. And they were just dropping them off. Some had robes on. would walk, Start walking straight toward that city, shouting and praising God. But there was some would come out and they didn't have a robe on. They had a gown like on. And they would start to walk toward the city. And then it seemed like they would get weak. So they'd go under the trees and they would begin to eat of the fruit. And there were all different angels and servants serving these people. And I asked that angel, I said, why has that happened? He said, but there's some that have not lived the life that they should as a hundred, sixty, or thirty-fold. They love Jesus. They believed in God, but they don't, li they don't live to the fullest potential. And I said, well, well they're not going to go to the throne? Because everything is throne-centered there. I said, he said, yes, the great God is merciful. He said, but they have to be prepared to stand in the presence of the Almighty. I said, you know, in my mind, I thought, but God, you ain't living too good, Jack. You ain't going to make it. You know, you think of that. But God is merciful. That doesn't mean sinners are going to heaven. Don't misunderstand that. But those had gowns. I said, well, what happens when they eat enough of that fruit? He said, what happens is, he said, it strengthens them because as you get closer to the city, the anointing and the light gets stronger. And as you get to the throne, it is blinding to you. And I said, man, this is... I'm going to just tell you what I said. I said, wow, this is heavy. I said, I thought I had nothing else to say. And I saw a man come out of this a chariot just like my, like a little cable car. And he, and, but he didn't have a robe on. He had a gown on. And he went, ow, and he hollered. He said, I made it. I made it. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I made it. And he fell on his face and he kissed the ground. And that angel that brought him picked him up and said, come, come, my son. And brought him under those trees and said, eat of this fruit and smell these leaves. And I realized that the leaves are for the healing of the nations. And that fruit helps you to stain the glory. I asked that angel who was with me. I said, will he ever make it to the throne? He said, he barely made it in. But the, they always say this, the great God is merciful. The great God is merciful. And he brought him in. There were thousands of people under them trees. And I was, do, I was licking my lips. I was going, you know, I was trying to see everything, but it's just it's phenomenal. It's like standing on top of a mountain peak and trying to see everything, you know, with, with, with an eagle eye down to the most minute blade of grass. He said, you're thirsty. I said, yeah. He said, I shall get you something to drink. And then there was a man across the river. He said, I shall bring it to him. And I saw a man coming to me. He looked a man of great age, yet he looked young. That's all for today. We will continue maybe tomorrow. Okay, Dad. But remember, I want to play with Jaden one day. You will one day. Good night, my boy. Good night, Dad. <laughs>